0: Creator burnout is all over the place and it is honestly rolling like another epidemic in the world, but so is recovering from creator burnout. You can't achieve your creative goals unless you get over it and unless you figure out what's causing it and how to deal with that. And that's what we're talking about in this week's episode. So let's dive in. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the video simplified podcast with me, your hostess, the most. That's Diana Gladden. I'm super pumped to dive into this week's episode, because this is a real issue that I'm seeing more and more people kind of succumb to, and it's worse than the flu or anything else out there on the market. And it has become something of a creator disease, a content creator disease. But there is a way to get rid of this dis-ease that you are experiencing. And at some point in your creative journey, very well could experience. Like I said before, this is a very real thing and people are dealing with this to a point, but again, there is a way to go about recovering this and I think In the years of my experience and making videos nonstop and continuously pushing through and stuff like that, I don't wanna make it seem like I'm some bionic person. I don't have feelings or emotions, like things don't bother me or anything like that. And how I'm able to keep constantly pushing the ball forward uh, no matter what else is going on and even dealing with a literal chronic disease in life uh, and still not letting that get the better of me and still being able to push forward. And everybody has their own cross to bear, as it were. And so there's a ton of different things that can just kind of keep compounding on you. And then the one thing that you want to do, which is making content, whether it be for your business or your brand, maybe uh, you're one of the the small sub-factor of people that are watching the channel, listening to the podcast, where you are doing it for a hobby or for fun or for something else, but you still are kind of feeling and dealing with this. So let's get into this. I got my notes, let's get it rocking and roll. So it's a couple things that can be causing it. And I am somebody that just likes to step up and let's punch the devil square in the jaw because when it comes to really dealing with your challenges and it really comes to dealing with that big bully, whatever it may be at that present moment in your life, the only way to conquer it is to completely obliterate and delete it and beat it. And so one thing is like, we have to acknowledge that we're flesh and blood human beings. We go through ebbs and flows in life and sometimes life beats you up really bad. And so the first thing you want to do is honestly acknowledge is this depression. And I mean like real depression in your life, because what can start for some that I've seen, some, it is not greater burnout so much. So you actually have other issues in your life that is truly causing a depression, which, depression, which is cause for you to actually go and get help. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with being strong enough to go out and say, you know what? The best of the best minds in the world, the people that I look up to, the people that have the success that I aspire to have in life still had to go get help even if everything was okay. And they still had to go get help even when things were bad. Just really think about it. Do you really believe that any favorite mentor, coach, or somebody that you look up to or aspire, you have a lot of people that love like Alex Harmozy, or they love like Gary V, or whatever the case is. And they look up to these individuals or whoever, hell it could be me for, you know, who all knows what, but When you look at who these people are that are movers and shakers in your life, I have those that I look up to as well. I love both of those uh, individuals. And you can have a moment in your life when you like, dad, like, I might wanna get and make sure that things are okay. And it's better to be in that position and take authority over what's happening and what you're experiencing by first acknowledging like, maybe this doesn't just stop at the thing that I am most interested in and that brings me joy. And maybe I need to look at other areas in your life because chances are things may not be great in other areas of life. So needless to say, video content creation is just one other avenue of where things are not at their best. And so you hear creative burnout or creator burnout or just burnout in general. And you like, man, I'm just burnt out. I'm just, I'm exhausted. I'm tired and whatever, I get it. But is it really creative burnout or are you depressed? Like, is it depression? And is that something that needs to be addressed? I cannot recommend to you the who to go see or the what you should do, but I would highly encourage you to get some counseling and go seek professional uh, advice. This is not professional medical advice or anything like that. But what I would suggest is that you actually go to an expert and somebody that you feel comfortable talking, not your friends not your family, like somebody that for real can help with what you're doing. Not just your friends and family can't, but like, it's important to know it's just like if an emergency happened and something horrendous, like, I don't know, a toe (laughs) got cut and you, you know, bleeding profusely or whatever, God forbid, But it's like, you don't go to a friend and it's like, oh gosh, guess what? My toe just flew down the highway in an accident. It's just like, ah, no, you go to the ER. You go see real medical professionals. At that point, it's like, you have to know, even when it's not bodily harm type something, but it's a psychological, it's a mental thing. There's still a cause for when we hit the button to say, let's go seek professional advice versus just seeking personal advice that in the moment can feel better, but it may not give you any actual strategies, uh, use cases, and and the true support system that you need um, with those strategies to actually move forward. So it's just acknowledging like potentially is this depression? The next thing is making sure and asking yourself, is this excuses? Sometimes the biggest roadblock is you. It's you getting in your own way. So if it's not depression and you're just like, "Well, no, no, life is good. Other places, I'm just having this issue mostly in this area." Okay? Then it's like, "Well, let's ask ourselves and again, let's address the elephants in the room and say, is this excuses? Is this something around me creating excuses to make myself feel comfortable?" And we've all been guilty of it. Now, I have a moment where It's like over the holidays and I'm like, dang, I'm really feeling this. And then I had to stop and think. And again, anytime, like I talked about in last week's episode, anytime that I can feel myself spiraling where I self-describe this as if I'm in a thought pattern or a loop or a cycle where either number one, I'm repeating the same thoughts. Number two, I'm repeating the same reasonings uh, and rationalities. Or number three, I'm just kind of repeating something about like the action, the behavior, the thought, like something about this is the same. And I'm just kind of going down a thought loop. That's not positive and leading to solution. It's more so leading into a negative area, whether that's emotion or again, the thoughts or the potentialities of the thoughts. It's like you're pre-thinking scenarios of a situation that you don't want. Let's not imagine failure. Let's imagine success. And so if I feel myself in a spiraling thought loop where I'm thinking about, well, I'm feeling like this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I've said that before. I've said that a couple of times before. So it's like, I probably want to stop. And so if I feel like, it's like I've repeated that before. Now I wanna stop, pause, and now I wanna address it. For me, that's journaling. And so I always have a journal with me, uh, even if I'm traveling so I can capture my thoughts and start to decompress. Um, Like one of my favorite times, for example, when I'm traveling, right before i get on the plane put my earbuds in i'm listening to whatever i'm not necessarily listening to something like a podcast or anything i put on some music so i like sade uh or sade or whatever how you pronounce it exactly (laughs) Uh, and i'll listen to that or listen to something with no words maybe it's like lo-fi music or whatever and so i'm just listening to something to further drown out the noise of the airport uh, and just further tune into my own thoughts and just kind of get centered then it's like, I'll do it again in those other moments where maybe I'm in an Uber, or maybe I've just gotten to the hotel and I'm trying to settle down. And I wanna think about what am I thinking about? I wanna get those thoughts on paper so I'm not just feeling my thoughts, but I can actually go back and read them and see based on like how I'm I'm feeling, let me review what I'm thinking in a written form. I take it from my feeling and make it into something tangible. Then I can identify, am I creating excuses for myself? Am I getting in my own way? And sometimes when it comes to creator burnout, it's not being burnt out from doing an activity a lot. It's coming sometimes from thinking about an activity that you have not engaged in yet, but you're freaking out about the potentialities and the maybes and the possibilities of what could be, but what hasn't happened yet. The thing that I want you to think about is why are you doing this? Are you creating excuses for yourself versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it really creator burnout? So it's like, just ask yourself, is it really excuses that I'm creating here instead? And it's really not creator burnout. The third one on this side of things is to ask yourself, is this real? And I really, really, really mean, this is something that only you can answer. Like, is this really real am I actually really dealing with this or again is it going back to number two and it's like I'm just really creating excuses do I really want what I say that I want or has this just been a goal or a thought and it's like you can buy stuff all day long you can buy cameras you can buy lenses you can buy programs you can do free trials you can watch tutorials watch some more stuff do another trial and it's like I don't really like that and you're not actually taking action. You're just kind of doing busy work, expensive busy work, (laughs) cost-effective busy work. You buy a camera, you play with it, and you make some play videos, but you never actually post anything with full intentionality of growing your YouTube channel, of actually making the videos, bring and generate money into the business. And you're never fully giving it everything that you have. And for some reason, you're holding back whether that be on investing in yourself and strategy so you can get more strategic about what you're doing or you're wasting the time because you're used to creating excuses. And this feels at least better than doing nothing. But in truth, if we're being very honest with ourselves, it's still a form of doing nothing because the result is still nothing. The difference is when you're watching a tutorial and you bought the gear and you're doing the things that the tutorial is talking about, or you're learning to use the stuff, the difference between that being busy work and resulting in nothing versus it actually resulting in something is action. Simply taking action. It can be a time waster, an excuse, a fallacy, an imagining if you're only doing the the actions around the stuff, the related stuff. We buy the gear, we watch the tutorials, we join the live streams, we we comment, we do all the stuff, but we never actually do the thing. <laughs> we don't produce the video. So again, it kind of goes back to like, I'm exhausting myself mentally thinking about something, but I never really give it my all. I don't really actually follow through. I'll say, oh, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure this out. I don't know if... You know, I need to watch some more tutorials. I don't know enough to do it. I don't know if enough to, I, I, I don't have the right gear enough to, to do it. I don't have it all there. Again, that goes back into number two. Are we creating suit? So we have to ask ourselves, is this really real? Do I really, really want this? And if I'm getting in my own way, if the answer is yes, and I, and I'm getting in my own way, figuring out why. Figuring out why get real with yourself and center with yourself and ask yourself why. So that's one side of of the scope of things. The other side of this when it comes to creator burnout, is your goals could be where they're too small. So let's say it is uh, create burners. Not none of the other thing the false false starts or anything like that or the false expectancies or let's say it is creator burnout. Okay, could the re- could the reason for this be and the way to recovery for this is because like our goals have been too small, And maybe they're too easy to achieve. And so because you probably could achieve them at any point, it's no real pressure to get it done. And it will work because it's too easy. The goal is too small. Even sometimes it's the weirdest thing and it's no kind of um, ego, thought, anything. But sometimes your goals that you think are the big goals are still too small they're still easy to achieve if you gave it your all. Fun fact, I had this happen many times in a row. And I remember one specific season of life, I checked off like six boxes of, in my mind at the time, big goals. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) You know, in like a quarter's time frame, I'm like, I just like, and I had had those goals prior to me quitting my job and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, you're doing all the work and all the things up until the point. And so I was. And then in like a quarter's time frame, six of those boxes got checked off in rapid succession of each other. And I'm like, I haven't encountered a problem. My goals are too small now because. Success loves momentum. It loves to hop on a moving train. So if you're slowing down the momentum because you're getting too close to the thing, the goal could be too small. It's not enough to like where you can give it your all, be exhausted in a good way into the work, kind of like if you've ever been to the gym, uh, which a lot of people probably are right now. If you've been and it's like you go and you like, you feel good because you're thinking about what the actions you're doing now or today is going to do for you. You're physically exhausting yourself and it feels good. And you're like, yeah, it's like, I feel good about that. Okay. Like you're putting in the work, you're doing yourself a service by physically giving it your all because your goal is big enough that you can exhaust yourself in the work in a good way. And it's just like, dang, okay. So what all do we get done today? We did this, this, and this, and that or whatever. And it's like, okay tomorrow I'm going to do this and this and this and that or whatever and you can have a full day's worth of stuff whatever a full day may mean for you however many hours you can commit to what you're doing or it could be a full full day if you're full-time but if you're not then it's just like maybe it's three hours it's like you got the full three hours full top to bottom with no wiggle room like you don't have no time to waste And you can exhaust yourself in a good way because the goal is big enough that you like, okay, like we put it in all the work and you still got space to go. Sometimes the goal is too small where you can just kind of dilly-dally, pitter-patter along. So it's not really creative burnout, but you've been burning the wheel and just like spinning the wheel, but going nowhere. You were not getting miles. Think about that. Are the goals too small and too easy to achieve? So you've just been slowly grinding down the tread on the tire, but it ain't going nowhere. It's not because it's got miles; it's just burning for no reason, going nowhere. So think about that. Sometimes making that goal bigger and stretching yourself further can get you out of the burnout because now you got something to work towards. The next area of that on the other side, like I said, is creator burnout and that could be that like you're feeling down from not achieving past goals and you've not achieved past goals for so long you're tired of t- trying you're tired of trying and 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 it's kind of teetering on that burnout for real like i've i've been doing this for a while i've been doing it for it could be in your words a long time and it's like i'm i'm tired of of this. I'm tired of it not working. I'm tired of not having the success. I'm tired of trying or buying something. And I get a, a, a quick burst of uh, inspiration, or I, I get a new idea and I try it and that don't work. Um, or, or I watched all the videos and I'm doing what they say. And, and, and I, I invested in the thing and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you've done it, you've been there, And it's not working. It's not working to the level that you want. As long as you're not driving, (laughs) close your eyes and think for a moment. The greatest leader that you know of and that you look up to has and maybe currently is experiencing some level of that to where they're in a constant state of progress towards achieving a major goal or aim. The difference here is that you have accepted a feeling of this is not achievable and they haven't. It's the literal, it's the smallest fine hair difference that makes all the difference. It's simply the belief that when you get to the point and everybody, myself included, has had these moments and in some area of like, it's a having, cause you're like, even with levels of success, you still haven't got to the, 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 where you see it up in your mind. That you haven't crossed that line yet. The difference solely is a very thin line of belief of those that believe that I can do this and this is achievable versus those who have accepted a belief that I cannot do this and this is not achievable. Two schools of thoughts on that. Sometimes the way you've been trying to do it is the part that needs to change, not that the fact that it's not achievable, but the way and the method you've been trying to do it is not working. Right? All it takes is new information. I know, I know, I know what you're saying, but but that's not. But and I've tried to I, hear me, hear me, hear me. New information that you don't have. Your greatest thinking has gotten you here. And if here is not where you like, it's not going to take your thinking to get there. It has to come from an external input, because if it was, your thinking would have gotten you to the thing already. If you've never read Think and Grow Rich, let, let this year be the year that you do it. Like this year, if, if you. Don't like reading, learn to love it. Learn to love it. The greatest wisdom in the world is in a book. The greatest wisdom in the world is in a book. And if probably all the people that you and I both look up to have read it multiple times, who are we not to? Not that we can't have levels of success with it, but we got better chances if we do. This is a book that I kind of go through all the time. At some point, I'm I'm picking up a chapter and I'm scoping through it. Because I'm like, I got this chapter on my mind. It's like... Okay, let me bring this back to a clarity, a level of clarity in my forefront and in my mind. Simple difference is having that level of belief that you can or cannot achieve it. And sometimes the method of the, how you're going about it is what is off. Not that the goal is not achievable. So like I said, that's one school of thought. Sometimes for some people, this is a wake up call. That whatever other thing, and this is only for a small amount of people. For you, this may have been a distraction and making videos or content creation or whatever, to some extent, or maybe in, in the area or the lane or or niche that you've been doing it in has been a distraction. And again, this is for a small group of people. And it's time for you to actually go and focus and do whatever it is that thing is that you actually been called to do versus playing around in this other arena where you don't belong. Not that you can't be here, not you can't have success here, not that you, we wouldn't welcome you here or whatever, but like, you know, you're supposed to be doing something else and this has been the distraction. So go do the right thing for you. Because for some, like I said, there's a small group that probably is listening to this podcast. That's you. So the other side of that is like, this has been a distraction from something else that you already knew you should have been doing. Whatever that thing is. Small group of people that that fits for. Here's three ways. Three ways. Now you see, like, if it wasn't, you got the one side of the things, if it wasn't, Creator burnout. We have the other side that we just went through of if it is creator burnout, here's how, as you encounter this, because this is not something that's going to go away. This is not something where there's going to become some cure for it out in the world. This is a self-administered poison and a self-administered cure type deal. So if you want to administer your own self-administered cure, The first thing he's going to do when you encounter these lower points of the wave, like it's always the ebb and flows, the ups and the downs, acknowledge it. Just acknowledge like the season of suck is honestly where you expose yourself to yourself to become the better version of you, to get to the better version of you that actually can achieve the goals, to learn that who I am as I am currently hasn't been enough to get there yet. It's going to require outside information to help give me new knowledge, information, skills to get to that next new level because nobody does it alone. Sometimes you just need a little, all the time. Honestly, you need a little bit more time. I don't care how long it's been. You you still made it just, obviously it ain't been the right time. And sometimes, not even, here's the not even sometimes. What you think it should take to do it don't matter sometimes our best is not enough sometimes your best is not enough to achieve the goals that you say that you want you have to learn that some goals that you have set will be good enough to be achieved at your current best the goals where you like can sit back and say, Dag, man, I'm changing my life. Like I'm doing the daggone thing. Those goals you gonna, are gonna require you to do what's required, not your best. Because if your best was enough, you would have hit it already. It requires you to do what's required. Otherwise, your best would have got it done. Your best thinking would have got it done. Your best knowledge of uh, information that you have currently would have gotten it done, but it hasn't. Sometimes our best is not enough and we have to do what is required and that is okay. And it's learning to embrace discomfort in that moment and get back in the game. I think one of the greatest things that I experienced growing up is losing, losing the basketball game, losing the ball in the basketball game. We're going to just stick with my basketball, uh, experience, <laughs> losing, uh, against a team that's just like, godly annihilated you. And like the ride back to your school, <laughs> the ride back to your school, my God, you know what I'm saying? Like you're surrounded with the other collective losers on the team of yours, because we all lost. And in those moments, we could laugh about it, say, yeah, man, they whooped our butts, rightfully so, (laughs) and that the next day when we go to the gym and it's time for practice, you only got two routes or down and it's like so our best wasn't enough and we now need to do what's required if we want to beat them by xyz date we're never going to get that embarrassed again in life like you know what i'm saying like so you you push and you exhaust yourself in a good way and you give it your all because ultimately creator burnout is a mindset and if you don't unset your mind from that, you can get stuck there and constantly be in a buffering state of creativity that doesn't actually create anything. There's only two ways to go up or down. And either direction is always your choice based on your belief. Sometimes our best is not enough and we have to do what's required. This is an episode, it's a little, uh, put, put, can put a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth. I get it. Doesn't change it from being the truth. And it doesn't change me from saying it because I love and care for you. Enough to say it to you versus trying to make you feel good and not actually helping you. When I'm working with a one-on-one coaching client, the first thing is I never take on a client unless, like we discuss, and it's like, it has to be more than the money. You do anything for money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be more than the money because when you get here, when you get these points, money ain't enough to keep, keep you propelled like the goal of money. It don't drive you all the way to the goal. And so I get their permission that when it gets tough and we hit these moments, can I give you some harsh words in a loving tone to help you get past this? Their permission to be honest with you? And everybody says yes, and then we have a conversation like this. And then on the other side of that is the best results that they've ever accomplished because you say to yourself, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm committing to myself again. And so the one thing I would suggest to you is recommit, not recommit necessarily to your goals, because like I said earlier in the episode, those may need to change. Those may be too small, but recommit to yourself. It's like, you know what? I'm going to renew my goals to myself. I'm going to forget the past of the past failures and like keep letting them pull me down that they didn't happen and I, know I didn't do it. It like, I'm letting, I'm choosing to let that go. I acknowledge that, yeah, them failures happen. They sucked. Me thinking about them continuously is not going to stop them from sucking in the past because they've already happened. I can stop that feeling today. I can choose to. So I acknowledge it. I'm going to release it. I'm going to renew within myself and confirm within myself. And I'm going to recommit to myself that I can do this. My goals are achievable. And not only are they achievable, they can be achieved by me. And when you do that, now reassess your goals. You don't want to reassess your goals when you're already in a weak state of mind. So you want to bring your mindset up to a point where we can talk, where we can talk. That's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. I really hope that, again, you hear my heart in what I'm saying, because I'm never trying to be harsh or coarse or like harmful or hurtful, any of those things. It's always to be helpful and to actually help you move the needle because it's a lot of BS out there. I ain't about that life. I ain't about that life. So I love to end all of my episodes. The winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. And with that, guys, a little passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.